everyone. Welcome to the first episode of NAMI OC's Declassified Anxiety Survival Guide. Um, this is Brianne. And how is my fellow host doing? Like, just to check in, how are you guys feeling today? Feeling good. I feel like I'm a little all over the place today. Um, but otherwise, not too shabby. How about you, Phil? Feeling all over the place today and every day. Yeah, that's just like the Monday mood, you know, just like and you always Tuesday, feel over the place. Wednesday, every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Monday you never mood know. Also. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Monday through Friday mode. Monday yeah, exactly, Friday exactly. Mode. And then it gets to the weekend and then you like relax for like a minute and then it's back to it and you're like all over the place again. Um, well, today's episode, we'll be talking about going back to school and the anxieties that may come with that so just to, like start this off like what is some I guess some memories you guys have from going back to school uh if like you had if you were anxious about it if you weren't anxious about it were you excited were you not excited I feel like back to school was always nerve-wracking but not in like a bad way it was always just the anticipation of what the year is gonna look like you know what's what I'm gonna do I'm older now so I've got my life figured out but never really and I think I was always that kid though that would also put off all those summer reports and reading until literally the day before we had to go back to school so (laughs) it was usually like reading as fast as I possibly could and making up stuff for my reports just to have something to turn in on first day. I feel so, that the procrastination game. That's the, that's the procrastination game for sure. I would do the same. I would never ever do the homework like in the middle of summer, like me doing homework in July was never a thing I would do. I'd always wait till the last week um, so I also feel like the stress that would come with the first day. Cause I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm never going to finish this. And I have to finish it for the first day. Uh, but I also, it always kind of scared me a little bit too. Like, what was I going to wear on the first day? Was I going to make friends? Was I not going to make friends? Was my teachers going to like me? I was like th- overthinking and overanalyzing everything that came with like the first day of school what about you phil well the first day of school for me would feel very like inevitable i was never excited for summer to be over yeah i also never prepared for summer to be over yeah totally so i just remember a lot of like sunday night before monday school starts trips to like buy school supplies and buy everything I needed. Usually at like Target or Rite Aid. And then yes. coming back with all this stuff. And my dad being like, you could have bought that all at the 99 cent store. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yes. And then they don't have the cool designs at the 99 cent no, store. <laughs> they, they don't. And then waking like I remember I would usually be so anxious the night before school and kind of like on like a bad sleep schedule that I would usually get like three or four hours of sleep yeah and then just be like pretty exhausted too I think that's like the one day the whole year that I would actually wake up on time 
Yeah, that the was the one day I was like on time. Like that was it. The rest of the school year is always probably late or something. <laughs> Except for daylight savings. That always messed me up. I was always the first kid in the parking lot going, where is everyone? <laughs> Did oh we not God. have school today? That's hilarious. I Back to like the school supplies. School supplies, I took very seriously. And I wanted to get like the nicest pencils and the nicest notebook and all of that. And my mom was so irritated. She was like, you don't need all of this. Like you just need a one pencil and one notebook and you're fine. But I needed like seven different binders for like each class. I was so annoying. Um, now I'm like, I show up with like a piece of paper. Hopefully that works. <laughs> I was definitely about the backpack and my shoes. So I, cause I had uniform, I didn't have a lot of creativity to deal with, but the backpack and the shoes, that was a big deal. Yes. I, and like, well, I went to private school for kindergarten through eighth grade. So I feel that like you really had to have like the coolest shoes or like socks or something, like something had to be like fun on your first day and like a whole new backpack. But once I got to a public high school and I realized like, oh my gosh, it's like dressed in like normal clothes. I was like, what do I wear? I was like crying the night before. Like, I don't like anything. Even though I like went school back to school shopping. So you like get new clothes for school. But that's always how I felt about that. That was like day one of college. That's ah. how I felt going. I don't know what my style is. I don't know how to dress. Um, I lived in a uniform or sweatpants. So <laughs> what, what is me? So it was kind of a fun time to like reinvent who I thought I was. Oh yeah. Also like the, the thing with about the first day of school is that you're always like, or this is how it happened for me. I would never like know where to go. And so we just would wander aimlessly around the school and just hope that I'm like finding the right classroom or hope that I like know somebody in my class. That was the other thing I'd be super anxious about would be do I know anybody in my classes already? And if if I didn't, I would like be super scared and I would be like the most awkward kid in the class. Um, Because, you know, it's like difficult when you don't know anybody in your class and you have to like make new friends. And so that's, that was a, um, a big thing for me too. Yeah. I remember like getting my high school schedules and that week or so before we would see it posted and all of us on Facebook would be posting the exact schedule just so we could see like, okay, who's, whose friends are in the same period as me, who has the same teachers, where can we band together? Where can I try and move my schedule once school starts so I can get what I want with my friends? But yeah, it was always devastating when you like realize like I have no class with none of my friends. This is going to suck. Yeah. We had like, okay, so in my high school, we had this day and it was like two weeks before you would actually start school. And that's the day where you would go get your new ID taken, um, like your new school ID picture taken, which was always horrible. Like it was always hot and sweaty. So you like come in dripping sweat and like this is college or high school. This was my high school. You had student ID. Did we have student IDs? Oh, I had to wear mine on a lanyard around my neck. (laughs) <laughs> I just had to like use it for like when I bought tickets to anything I had to like show them my school ID anyway so we would have to like do that you would also go I don't know you would maybe get textbooks or something like we did something else I just don't remember what else we would do and then at the very end of it you would go get your schedule but the schedule wasn't like finalized like it because you're 
at my school, I don't know why, but the first week, basically like your schedule is going to change like about three times before it's like your actual schedule. So we would like have this like mock schedule and we would put it on our Snapchat stories and everybody was like trying to figure out if they had like the same teacher as you, if it was the same class. And I just remember that like kind of the same thing with you, Amanda, the whole like posting it on social media, um, just find out who was in your classes. But then it never ended up being like the actual class because it would switch so many times. Lucky you. Once we got it, it was like that was it unless you were dropping a class but like I remember my junior year I got signed up for Spanish three and am not keen on languages I struggle really hard (laughs) (laughs) and I remember going to my counselor was like why am I in Spanish three and she looked at me she goes why are you in Spanish three I was like exactly let's fix this scenario (laughs) but I had like gone with my friends and literally mapped it out where I was like okay if I make this one change drop this and switch everything else. I'll have every class with my friends. And my counselor was like, nay, that is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> and had to be like devastated of like, I picked this class. I didn't even want to be with my friends. And now I'm alone. Thanks. Yeah. I like, if I tried to switch a class, it was usually, you usually could switch a class pretty easily in the first two weeks. But if you didn't after the two weeks, it was like really hard. But, um, I would like switch my schedule just so I would be with my friends. Like I was that kid to like move my schedule around. So I'd be in that class with a specific teacher, which you were not allowed to do. Like you weren't really allowed to like request teachers, but I would like work my magic somehow finesse my way and um, like get into the classes, like with my friends or like the teacher that I specifically like wanted. Um, But I guess like on the topic of like friends and having to be in the same class, like as friends, like I never switched schools other than one time. So I never like had to really like make new friends. Like, did you guys have to like make new friends? Because I think that would be kind of scary. I would be anxious about that. Well, you know, I I did switch schools, but they didn't tell us we had to make new friends. Like that wasn't part of like the requirement. Right, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, at, at, at our own um, at our own discretion, we could try to make new friends. Well, yeah, but like, was it like hard making friends? Like, I just never experienced that. So, because I went to the same school for so long. Yeah, I mean, it was it. It definitely there was definitely some like anxiety around it, especially when they were like big moves as opposed to like little moves. Yeah. But I mean, luckily I I would say this, I moved in ninth grade to just at the start of ninth grade was like the big move. Um, Okay. Which was like everyone, you know, it was like high school, like it was starting a new school, which was good. Everyone did kind of know each other because it was kind of a small town. I see, you know, at least it was like starting a new thing. So like there was some like newness for everyone. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I also switched schools once because I went from like my middle school to my high school that were completely different. Um, But I had all my friends, like a lot of my friends from my old school went to my high school. So I never like I don't know. I never had to really experience like making new friends or like being like the new kid at school because I know that can be um 
caused some anxiety of you, like going you know, back to school. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I was just very lucky because like the most dysfunctional people just gravitated towards me. Ah, I see. So, <laughs> no, yeah, it, it, it can be definitely a very nerve wracking experience. And when you are that age, you do feel like, you know, like this, like you are kind of like the center of the world and everyone's looking at you and you like replay things in your head and stuff. So it, it there is definitely a lot of anxiety that goes with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, also now from being in college and having to, now that I was, I mean, obviously that was another change too, making new friends, I guess, but it, I don't know. College is a little bit different. Cause it's not like you're like the new kid. Cause nobody really knows anybody in college. You're just there with a bunch of random people. Um, but after having being, being kicked out, because of COVID and then having to come back and like having to like re-talk to new people. I've struggled with that for sure. Um, it's been a weird, weird few days because I just started my school year, but it's been a weird few days, like talking with random people. Cause like you just haven't socialized with like strangers in a while. So I like forget to like, I don't know what to say to people. I never really know. <laughs> I don't know. That's something that I I've realized I guess not post COVID because we're still in COVID, but back to more normalish times. I've I've struggled with that a little bit of just what do you say to a friendly stranger that you go to school with now? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, no. I, I was gonna say, and and like I understand that that really sucks. The COVID college kids. Because my brother, actually, COVID started halfway through his freshman year. And he, like, joined a frat. But, like, because he goes to USC, like, he wasn't able to start until his second semester, the frat. So he was, like, in it for, like, three weeks. And then a year and a half out of school, now he doesn't really know anyone. And he's going back to start his junior year. Right. So it just, like it's like being the new kid twice. Yeah. 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 So it's just, it's like, so it's so different. Like college and COVID is definitely a weird experience. Um, but I, I couldn't imagine being in high school during COVID all of, um, I don't know. I don't, it's, it's just a really weird situation you're in. And last year, even though I was out in New York, I never like went to my school. I did school online, just being here. I could go to my school um, and like go to the cafeteria or go to the library or go um, if I needed help with anything. Like some of the services were still open. It was just that classes weren't necessarily in session. It was really up to the professor. So having to like do that, it just felt super super weird and I never like left my apartment for so long and then now I have to like go walk to school every day and it's kind of exciting but it's definitely different and I just I don't know how high schoolers feel about that I feel like that would be definitely a interesting high school experience to have to live through yeah I mean to think that like 
the worst thing, like basically happened this pandemic. I mean, the worst thing that happened when I was in college was Netflix became more expensive. <laughs> so I do understand a little bit about like what you're dealing with, but not a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think with like college, like I remember going out of state for college and really like that feeling of I'm spending a lot of time at home and I don't know what else to do or I'm too scared to go eat dinner by myself. Um, but having that, like, I still had a choice. Like I could leave my house if I wanted to. And then with all of this happening, it's like, oh no, you don't get to leave. This, this is all you know. This is all you're going to know. Like, there's not really the opportunity on Zoom to meet people. So I feel like it's really different. But I feel like with high schoolers, I mean, now that most people are either back full time, it must feel really strange after a year and a half of being online. I, I feel like there's still the threat that they could end up switching and it's back to online and back to that. So I think there's that stronger level of uncertainty that you don't really know what is going to happen. Like they're in person now, but who knows how long that'll actually last. Exactly. It's definitely, it's definitely a weird time. I mean, that's anxiety inducing in its own right, where, I mean, you, 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 the number count is what's really frightening and that kind of boosts anxiety. And then the unknown of, well, if it gets a certain way, who's making the call that we can't go to school anymore. I want to go to school or for those who don't feel safe and don't want to go to school, but they're kind of forced to, I mean, it's a lot, it's so much to deal with and way more than anything that, you know, Phil or I have ever had to deal with. And luckily for myself, I was out of school by then. And I couldn't imagine trying to just navigate what you can do, what you can't do on campus. Um, Like my cousin went to the same college I graduated from and hearing from him where it's like, we're just kind of stuck in our dorms. You can't really leave unless it's to class. That's just, it's kind of sad. Like I would, I feel like that doesn't help really make that college experience or make that fun because you're kind of isolated. It's you and your roommate. That's it. Yeah, totally. The other, this is a weird thing I've noticed now being back at school is that I've noticed people, I've like recognized them on zoom, but I don't know them. Like I've never met them in person, but I've met them over Zoom. So then you go to class and you you see this person that was like in your class, like for me last semester. And I'm like, I know you, but I don't think you know me, but I, I've met you through your screen. Like I know what your room looks like, but I really don't know anything about you. And I kind of think that's just really funny because you really don't notice people, especially like with the masks and all that, but you like, you have met them before, but it's like really weird. Like not meeting them in person like ever and then finally seeing them like in the flesh you're like whoa like you are a human person like it, you're not just a little tiny square on zoom <laughs> have um, you guys seen there's this high school he's an english english teacher and i love his tiktoks they make me giggle all the time i wish i could remember his name but i don't right now but he he talks he's a high school teacher and he talks about that where he you know they're back in school now and so it's kind of like the students adjusting post zoom and they're coming in like oh nobody can see me or hear me he's like no you're talking out loud we're in person yeah refocus yourself um 
but it's a totally different feel. I mean, it's a completely different feel from being online all the time to now I'm back in person and have to actually be around people again. Yeah. And even like, not just, I mean, I know we're talking about going back to school, but also like going back to work and meeting people that might've been hired like mid pandemic or you, you don't like really know who they are until you like finally meet them. That happened to me this summer. I met a few faces that I have only seen on zoom and I didn't really see their face. I saw like the square with their initials in it. And I would like finally meet them in person. And I was like, Oh my God, you're a real person. So it like, it really is for like everyone. It's not just for college students, but it is definitely a different feel in college and high school. I'm assuming for high schoolers. Just a disclaimer. If we ever meet in person, I actually look like the square with my initial. Oh, right. Of course. I'm of just course. saying. I always look like my little picture I have up here laying in the grass. <laughs> At least you have a photo. Bill and I are just walking the square with our initial in it. That's it. That's all we got. We're incognito. That's all good. That's all good. Um, to kind of like change the subject. So we're not talking about COVID this entire time. Um, like, I don't know. I kind of, I've kind of mentioned this in the beginning. Um, but getting like dressing the part or like looking the part for school was always something I had anxiety about. And it's definitely, I think something that everybody like talks about, but I just like want to like deep dive into it because like, I don't know, Phil, like, were you like nervous of like what you would wear to school or like, no. You know, I, I wasn't like super nervous about it. Um, my sense of style back then was probably as bad as it is now. Oh. So like the, the thing was like I was nervous about like what to choose for my wardrobe, but I think everything from my wardrobe was bad. So outwardly, I don't think it made any difference, but definitely it wasn't like a huge source of anxiety. Right. Like I just know people like plan their outfits like the night before I would never do that I I was never like that like I, I would actually do that the first oh, night oh, of you, school oh you did because you, did. you know like like you always like think like new year new you like I'm gonna have all my clothes folded so like when I wake up it's not gonna be like hurricane Phil but then <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know it's mid-September we can say that right. hurricane season just yeah, yeah, yeah. recently passed right um, um anyway but yeah so like it went <laughs> <laughs> like but then of course that went out the window by the second day and I was just back to like yeah whatever I, I kind of feel the same like I guess I would plan my outfit for like the first day but then after that I was like all right I'm over this like I will figure out as I go but I would always like there'd be mornings where I'd be crying because I was like I don't look good <laughs> oh that's true story right there it is a true story (laughs) listening to the meltdowns and I have nothing to wear I I always felt like honestly the planning out the outfits was a very like movie thing to do I I always have the picture of Clueless and her computer that would assemble the outfits for her and make it match just perfectly like that that felt very movie. Like people don't in real life plan out their outfits for the first day of school. I, I felt like that was very strange, but 
I had a uniform that I wore since I was a kindergartner to a senior in high school. So there wasn't a whole lot of planning that went into it. It was like, here's my jumper, here's my skirt, my polo, not a whole lot of options, roll out and go. So I think the biggest concern for me the first day of school was always because of picture day. It was, what is my hair going to look like? Is my hair going to look nice? What am I doing that's different that will make me feel confident taking those really cheesy photos? Um, but otherwise, there wasn't a whole lot of thought that went into what I look like. Um, picture day was treacherous for me. Every every picture day. It wasn't really like me, myself. It was more just like the cameras they use on picture day, like so high def that they like show everything and you're just like really like it's like grainy almost like some of my pictures because I mean you could you could see everything I felt like they always pinpointed anything you were insecure about and like god forbid I had a pimple on my face that day you were like that's it it's gonna be there for yeah and they would like enlarge it almost like it, it seemed like they would go out of their way to like make your picture look way worse oh yeah they and they it's the most awkward smile, or they fix they would fix your hair, quote unquote, where you're just like, yeah, you made it worse. I wanted it this way. Can you please just enough of the comb? Yeah, and like oh, one guy one time this, uh, he made me tilt my head almost horizontally, and I was like, that cannot look good. There's no way I look naturally or this is a good looking photo of me and I got the picture and I was right it was a horrible horrible photo I took it back to home and my parents were this is not a good photo of you and I'm like it's not my fault the man made me tilt my head basically sideways so (laughs) so sorry I actually have like the most awkward picture ever um like my senior picture of high school was like I I was re- I, I grew like a little soul patch because it was oh. like my first like you know just like public brandishing of facial hair yeah so I'd grown that over the summer between junior and senior year and then you show up like in regular clothes and they give you a suit jacket and like the stupid clip on tie. And oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So just really like a cringe worthy, even by my <laughs> standards, picture. of Yeah. I had I know like my senior year picture, we had to go somewhere to like take a formal photo. And it was at this place kind of far and I went and I was just waiting, waiting for me to be called in to go take a picture. And there was this kid and his mom and he couldn't tie a tie. And his mom was trying to help him, but he was getting really frustrated. So he started crying and I felt so bad, but it was like kind of funny. I mean, it was like it was it was just because I mean, maybe there was something else going on. I, I don't know. I obviously this is just my perspective, but he was just basically crying because he couldn't tie his tie and his mom was trying to help him. And he was just so over it and he just obviously did not want to be there. And they were like yelling at each other. And I was just sitting there like, all right, like, what am I like? Why am I here right now? But um, that was a funny, I just felt bad for that, for that kid that day. 
stress of looking good during your photos. Yeah, seriously. But it, it is a big deal because it's like in your yearbook forever. Like it, it does not go away ever. No, but I feel like to being this far now out of high school, like I don't remember. I couldn't even tell you what I looked like for my freshman year, let alone barely my senior year, to be quite honest with you. Like it, it just all kind of blurs together. And so that that stress that went a part of, I have to look perfect. I have to be, you know, showcase exactly who I am at this moment. I mean, that part's fun to look back because you see your phases. I mean, I went to middle school during the emo phase. So like heavy size sweat bangs that covered your eyes. Um, I couldn't do too poofy hair because once again, Catholic private school, they don't allow total individuality, but you know, you, you do see those different phases of your life and that's kind of fun to look back on when you're older like you don't see the embarrassment anymore you just kind of go like oh my gosh I thought that was the hottest thing on the face of the planet now I know a little bit better (laughs) yeah I oh go ahead Phil no I, I was gonna say that yeah definitely like those are like the years when you start to build your individual identity even though like you look back on yourself and you're just like, wow. Like I had like (laughs) in high school, I had like a ton of piercings and like, yeah, it's like a whole thing, but tried not to bring my mom to picture day. (laughs) I I think that definitely when you like look back on um, like your pictures and all of that, it's definitely like good memories because you're like, why did I do that? But also I guess what you, what you said, Amanda, it's like in the grand scheme of things, nobody nobody really will care like truly nobody will remember no Um, and it's kind of nice just seeing like how either how much you've changed or I mean even stay the same but just like your growth from where you were at in middle school high school I mean college even looking back at all those photos it's it's really interesting to see how far like you've come or you've changed your own self um, your style, your personality. It's in some, you look back and you're like, Ooh, that's cringy. I wish I never did that, but it's who you were and you thought it was your best self. And you're just constantly growing on that. Yeah, definitely. I was like, if I throw in there, I, I think like looking back at college wise, since I was so repressed on that creativity for being in uniforms, I know I, identify my changes with my hair color so like that I like to look back at those and just see all the different colors that I've gone through and with each color was like a different feel or confidence or personality that kind of went along with that depending on my moods then yeah I've never I mean I've dyed my hair blonder but I've never like changed it a fun color oh man as soon as I was like 18 and graduated brunette to my dream of a redhead, to bleach blonde and pink and purple and blue and <laughs> everything else in between. My yeah. rebellious phase. I feel like everyone has a little rebellious phase after they get out of um, uh, high school or yeah, out of high school when you graduate because you're just like, I want to do, I don't want to do anything um like that your parents say not to do. You know what I mean? 
Definitely. Which I feel like we all kind of start experiencing during college. Cause I think for most of us, like that's the first time we really get to branch out, be on our own for the first time, which I think that alone really comes with its own level of worries or fears or anxieties, whatever you want to call it. I think like, I know for me being away from home for the first time when I transferred was really frightening. Like I was, I was ready. I was confident to do it, but actually being there and being by myself for truly the first time was such a terrifying experience that it took a lot to really start knowing myself and being confident. Like I can go do things on my own. I can go to the grocery store and feed myself on my own. Um, was a whole new learning curve that I, I really wasn't prepared for. Um, me too. I moved across the country. I luckily knew my roommate beforehand. Like we went to the same high school, but we didn't know each other in high school, but we became friends in college. Um, but that first month, my goodness, it was rough for me. So I, let's see, I got like super, super, super sick. Um, when I first got there and it was just horrible. I was getting like tested for like strep throat. Cause I had this weird, like throat thing that just like would never go away and then I finally like started feeling better and then like a week later I got lice and that was just disgusting I'm lice is not fun to deal with also the how nurses, does that is that like bed it's bed bugs right or what yeah, is it I, I oh no really, I don't know how it came into my dorm bed but it was there because yeah, wow. yeah I'm it's these little tiny like bugs and they crawl over you and they like make all these eggs in your hair oh my god it's so gross what literally color are, they? are they white they're like brown like brown they're brown and they yes. hide behind your ears and the back of your oh head god. it's it's not i'm like getting like my head starting to itch thinking about this but basically <laughs> i went in to go get a checkup on my throat and this the nurse was like oh you have something on your also i went to my um school's health center I guess. And so the nurse was like, oh, you have like a little bug on your sweatshirt. So she like brushed it off. And then she like saw like another one and like another one. And then she like saw they were like coming from like my head. And I was like, this is the most, I almost started puking in the doctor's office because I was so grossed out. Um, So she gave me like, well, this was the first time this nurse had ever seen lice, which was a little concerning. I was like, you've never seen lice before. Like, and she was like, I've never seen this before. Like, what is this? And so I had all these nurses like over my head, looking at it, being like, this is what lice is. And they were like teaching these like students. Oh no, you nurses. were like the case study. Yes. It was so embarrassing. I was like, oh my God, like, please, please like leave. Like, I just, I don't want to be here. I don't want to have lice. Oh, man. So they were like, do you have roommates? And I was like, I have one roommate. My roommate got lice, but not as bad as I had it. Um, so we ended up going to, apparently there are lice um, remover people. They like do that what? for a living. There's like an industry. There's like a lice removal yes. industry. Oh, yes. And it's like a hair, wow. you go to like a hair salon. Like this, this wasn't really like a hair salon. It was like a lice removal salon, basically. And 
you have to sit like there just for lice like there just weren't for like normal people coming in for coloring and then also like the lice people in the corner yeah like well this one was just specifically for lice i'm maybe they have salons that are like both but this one was specifically for lice and i had to sit there for like three hours getting my ho- hair combed out um the nurse re- recommended like I could just do it myself, but oh no, it's I was difficult. so grossed out. I was like, no, I need somebody to do this for me. So I went to this place, sat there for three hours, got my head like all combed out. Um, I had to use like lice preventative shampoo for a while and it smelled horrible did you at least get like a head massage too or no yeah it it kind of felt it kind of felt felt good yeah like she she would like put all this like shampoo in my hair and like uh and then like just comb it all out so it was pretty relaxing not gonna lie um she was like you definitely have a pretty bad case of lice but it's not the worst i've seen and i was like oh it's so gross um Anyways, lice was not fun. So that was how I started my college year in a whole new city and a crazy city. And all by myself, I was like crying every day to home being like, I want to come home. I don't want to. You weren't all by yourself. You had the lice. I yeah, yeah, you're right. I had little lice. You had some company. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to clean everything in my in my dorm because they were afraid that lice would be, you know, everywhere. there was like a notice sent out to my entire floor being like somebody on your floor has lice. And everybody was like, who does, has it? I was so embarrassed. Oh, my you're God. there with your ponytail going, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It was it was horrible. So anyways, going to college can be rough for the first like, few months. After that, you have a fun story. Yes. Nobody like knew it was really you so exactly exactly it affected you going forward no I like laugh at the story now like I look back I'm like how did I have lice where did I get it from but it's really funny now um and it's definitely normal to be homesick for sure I I think it's very normal to be homesick and but now I like love my school I love where I am I love my major so it does turn around at some point. You just have to get through a little bit of rough water to get there. Sometimes, sometimes people have great starts and it's just yeah. smooth sailing the whole way. Yeah. I feel like for me, like it was, it was definitely a, a change. I went to like a small little mountain town. So very different than the suburbs of Orange County and just getting used to being out in like wilderness which I'm not 100% a nature girl. So that was kind of shocking. Um, getting to know roommates that I literally met on like Facebook and going, okay, hi. But, you know, they were awesome too. They, they took me out to do things and we really got to bond in those first few months and they became friends. And it, you know, we're all kind of in the same boat where you don't know a whole lot of people. So you just try and like, make friends where you can find your interest that you're into. Like I love dancing and the best way I could do that in a small little country town was to learn country dancing. Um, and started like doing line that dancing. Oh yeah. Oh, I can country two step. Oh, wow. That's oh yeah. <laughs> I, I never, I hated country music before I moved. And now I am, I have like four pairs of cowboy boots. <laughs> I got sucked into the life. <laughs> you went native. 
I did. I did. So, I mean, you just, you kind of evolve and, and find where, where your interests are and you'll meet people through that. Um, I think another thing that really helped me was I was definitely someone who took advantage of the on-school counseling that was there. Like I, just to help me adjust and kind of go through everything that I was going through at the time, I, I relied heavily on seeing that school therapist because it was free and part of my healthcare that was on campus. So I, I used that to help me adjust as well. Um, and I think it, I think it really helped. And it was a great first, that was the first time I'd ever been through therapy. And I mean, my person was a great experience and I really adjusted well after that. I think it's a fun time where you learn, you learn who you are, you learn new things about yourself. You're definitely challenged, <laughs> but I think, I think, yeah, like college, college was a great time in the long run. The first few months are kind of a, a transition. It's a lot of transitioning. That's it happening. is a lot of transitioning. I had to do like laundry, like I don't know. I was trying to figure out the laundry machine one time and um, I broke the laundry machine. I literally broke it. I there was water spewing everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God, how do you do laundry? <laughs> and I'd done laundry before. It wasn't like this was my first time. But for some reason, I was just I could not figure out this washing. This is just like a fun story that went along with starting college. But I definitely yeah, I, I did break the laundry, the washer washing machine by accident. And don't get the wrong idea, listeners. Brienne has done laundry before. Yes, exactly. <laughs> not this is not my first time. This I've is not her before. first rodeo. Nah. See, lucky well, you. My washing machine was so deep. Now, lucky I didn't have to like do a communal laundry thing, so I I really lucked out. Um, but the washing machine at my apartment was so deep, and I'm very short. I got no height to me whatsoever. And so I remember like trying to dig my clothes out from the bottom. Okay, you have to tell us how tall you are because this is the fourth reference to I'm so short, surrounded by Catholic giants. How tall are you, Amanda? <laughs> I am like five. Don't buy either. Day. I know my license definitely is not accurate. Um, I am I am five one. Okay. For the She's most small, part, small. I'm small. I'm teeny, but like I couldn't reach the bottom of my washing machine, so I like, full on remember like feet off the ground, like in there, just trying to get all my always the socks. That was the evil part was the socks, and just feeling so ridiculous. Where I'm like, wow, I can't even <laughs> grab all my clothes out of here. I need help. I don't. This was a college. This is a, my personal college tip because I feel that everybody this will just happen to everyone. Every you need to buy 8 billion pairs of socks. You will lose your socks in every single washing washing machine at school. It's just inevitable. You will lose your socks. So, my tip for college students like freshmen going into college is buy a ton of socks. <laughs> never have enough. You can never have enough. You really cannot. I think I asked for socks that Christmas cuz I lost so many. That's I was just truly like, the time when you realize like mundane things like socks or even just like house appliances, you, that's become like, you know, you've reached adulthood when you're like, yes, a toaster. I can yeah. do it now. <laughs> very, very true. So since we're on the, the tips of, you know, pack a lot of socks, 
Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of our other back to school tips to help bust these nerves, anxieties, fears? What what advice would you give either yourself if you were back in that stage or other people going through it? Also, another tip I would say is definitely appreciate your time in high school and college while you're at school. It's a really fun time. It might not seem like it because you have to do all this like silly little homeworks and all that, but it is definitely a really, really fun time. So you should appreciate it as much as you can. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think, yeah, you enjoy, take what you enjoy from both high school and college and really just live those moments up because that's what you're going to look back on. And you're going to really just go, that was, that was the great part of both those experiences. For me, my, my tip is I am a notorious people pleaser, so I don't take enough time for myself, but always like have those check-ins with yourself. Of, like, how are you truly feeling? If you're like exhausted all the time, maybe like make it a point to get a little bit more sleep or go for a drive to the donut shopping, treat yourself to a donut. That's my personal like win for the day really connect with your friends or whoever your support system is and have them, you know, help them make you accountable to check in with yourself and and know how, how you're really doing. Like be honest with yourself on how you're really doing and make it a point to schedule in that self-care or that activity you love to do or indulge a little bit. And I'll just say everyone's going, first of all, that's great advice, both of you. And I would say just everyone's kind of going through the same thing you are experiencing some of the same emotions. So just don't be too hard on yourself. Don't be too hard on others, especially if you're going to a new a new place or going to a new college, new town. Don't think that other people are cooler than you. Reach out, try to make friends and just really embrace it because really everyone's experiencing it, no matter if they seem like that outwardly or not. And with that, I think we're out of time. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening or not listening. (laughs) Yeah, if you guys want to stay up to date with um, our podcast, as well as other updates going on with NAMI Orange County, um, you can check us out on our website, namioc.org slash teens and young adults. Um, Instagram at NAMI underscore OC, TikTok, same thing, NAMI underscore OC, and on Facebook at NAMI Orange County. Uh, if you liked the show, uh, definitely give leave us a review and like us and follow us um, so you're updated as soon as new content comes out. If you like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find the show and helps us to share our message of mental wellness to people in our community. NAMI OCD Classified Anxiety Survival Guide is for informational and educational and or entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for medical or psychiatric advice, diagnoses, nor treatment. NAMI OCD Classified Anxiety Survival Guide is funded by the Orange County Healthcare Agency and Behavioral Health Services. And if you want to hear more of NAMI OCD Classified Anxiety Survival Guide, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app.